Today is Tuesday, October 31st, and it's spooky season. On today's podcast, we're going to have special guest, Mr. J.J. Dillinger. So make sure you listen up for that interview with Tricky and myself. Also, we're going to talk a little NFL football, the end of Maryland football as we know it, and of course, the beginning of Maryland basketball. Listen up, turn it up. Here we go. Hey, this is J.J. Dillinger from 1CW Wrestling, and you are listening to Turtlehead's Podcast. Go Terps, go Oilers, and go Ravens. I'm Eli Monk, and I have Maryland pride. Turtlehead's Podcast is brought to you by the Big Banner Sports Network. Hey, Max, great show. Cover your The boys are back. We have Dave and Tricky in the studio. What's up, gentlemen? What's up? What's up? Jordan. So, um, we're not going to talk Maryland football. They lost. There's your Maryland football recap. Fire Coach Loxley. Tricky said it. Um, just a quick wrap-up. Purdue sucks. The Boiler Podcast. We're not allowed to say they suck because they're our partners, but you can fill in the blank. Um, Purdue lost this weekend, Dave, to, to your must bus. Must bus is no joke, but... uh. What aren't they like the preseason? What are what is Purdue in the preseason rankings? Uh, I've seen them one. I've seen them three. So yeah, everything them. I've seen was number yeah. one. And yeah. uh, well, what I know is they've lost the last two games they played. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Because I'm pretty sure they <laughs> lost to Fairland, Fairly Dickerson yes, last yes. year. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, our big banner uh, network college basketball top twenty five should be released here this week, if not next week. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, we should talk what the Turtleheads rank. You all want to hear what the Turtleheads have ranked? Here we go. Number one, overall, your Maryland Terrapins. Wow. Who didn't see that Spoiler coming? Alert. Well, I, I saw Andy Katz has them as a dark horse to make the Final Four yeah. this year. Or one of the dark, one of the ten dark horses to make the Final Four. They're so. our favorites. Dave. Well, I'm, if uh, until, until they lose, they're number one in the country to me. Yeah, That's yeah, 100%. right. 100%. That's and then, right. And then we have a uh, quick rundown. We have Kansas at two. Michigan State at three. We've put Duke at four. And then how about the reigning champions at five? Yeah, Duke just landed Cooper Flag over yeah, I saw in Kentucky that. Today, over uh, Connecticut UConn, today. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a big get. He can play, man. Gosh. Um, yeah, for one year. And just to let you Still, know. I, I would take him for one. I'd take him, I'd take him for six months. <laughs> well, yeah. Because that's always going to be anyway. Yeah. yeah and, that's what they do anymore anyway. But just to let you know, rounding out uh, the top 25, we uh, we ranked UNC as our 25th team. Are we going to fall for it again? Is UNC going to lay an egg again, Dave? Or do you think they're going to be good? They should be. They've got like eight guys that are like seven-year seniors. Yeah, they got a B-cop back. But uh, I'm still waiting to see if Hubert Davis can coach. Yeah, how about it? Yeah, I, I never understood the hire. Um I mean, he was the in-house. Because they have to, yeah. they have to stay in the family, you know. That's okay. 
They try. I guess. I don't know. But uh, where is Purdue on their rankings? Uh, they are not ranked because, Dave, like you said, the last time the nation saw them play, they lost. Yeah, and then and they the nation's seen them again this weekend, too. So yeah. I think our rankings are dead Spot on. Spot on. Yeah, oh, yeah, as usual. As usual. I mean, I don't know how you can have them in the top 25. Speaking of which, Michigan State, the they beat Tennessee. Or no, Tennessee beat Michigan State by one I, last I night. watched some of it. You know, that place was filled up. I know it was. Like, when are we going to start filling up? But, Dave, I got to ask the same question. What if they said, hey, Duke, let's have a, uh expedition game? You don't think that place would sell out? Yeah, but, I mean, they're selling out everything. Now, I, you know? I, but I, I get it. Well, what else is there to do in upstate Michigan? But what I what I will get is, I think it's a genius move. Arkansas, Purdue, Illinois versus Kansas. They were sold out. Illinois beat Kansas. Or Illinois, sorry. I pronounced Illinois wrong. Um, and then what? why can't Maryland bring in someone in, like a UConn or Houston, Creighton, Somebody, and I guarantee it would sell out. It's I'll, just t- an I'll talk to my people in the uh, there it is. in the Big East. There it and, is. Uh, Make it happen. Tricky. Yeah, see if we can't get a, some Huskies or some Blue Jays to to stop by. Uh, St. John's apparently is not looking very good. Rick Pitino's having a hard time there. That's your uh, Big East wrap up. Oh, that's all we got, Tricky. That's all uh, you got in the Big all East for now. Well, and. There are a lot of rumblings. Maryland and Georgetown series is going to come back. Oh, I'd Jeez. love to see that. Yeah. Jeez. Sounds like Willard and uh, I mean, there's there's nothing we at the Turtleheads love more than a cupcake on our schedule. So, <laughs> you know. I, I He will have them playing good ball. You know, no offense to Patrick Ewing. That was a rough four or five years. And I believe he can recruit. So, real quick, John Rothstein put out 68 reasons to look forward to the 23-24 college basketball season. Uh, number 41 and 42 were the Terps. He had number 41 was Maryland Home Games. College Park is the spring break capital of the, the Northeast. If you know, you know. And then 42, Deshaun Harris-Smith. This broad shoulder lefty may very well be the best freshman in the Big Ten. Armed with great size, a 6'5", Harris-Smith should be an instant starter for Maryland in the backcourt alongside Jameer Young. So there that is. Maybe the best in the country. Hey. Hey, I'm here for it. I, I'm really. I, I talked to a talked to a Maryland insider the other day. I really don't think people understand how good Maryland's going to be, and a lot of people are sleeping on them. I don't want it any other way. I want it that way. I don't know about you two. I'd rather be unranked and just run the table. But I, I got talking to Caleb and Will last night. I don't think Purdue fit, beat, wins the Big Ten, and I guarantee you they're going to be fourth or the fifth seed. I think Michigan State's going to take a step forward this year. Illinois is returning a lot of guys. I think they're going to be good. And, of course, I think Maryland. So, I think Purdue's going to be battling that Wisconsin for the fourth and fifth spot. That's just my – that's my expert opinion. Take well, that Jordan, for worth. I'll be Mr. Positive, as I normally am on this podcast, and uh, say that's a good thing for those uh, cornfield sailors from West Lafayette because, I mean, you give them a number one seed, and you know what they're going to do with that. <laughs> so, it might be better to just, yeah, set them a little further back. Maybe they'll get a – Maybe not as tough an opponent as uh, Fairleigh Dickinson in the tournament, should they even make it. Well, yes, and the the fact is, uh, Tricky, they've never won a national title. They did play second in the NIT once. Ah, yes, yes, but they keep correcting us, saying, no, we've won one, we've won one. Oh, yes, you've won one in 1930. What was it, about six teams they competed with, Tricky? And John Wooden even took off running after that team. Yeah, and... uh, pretty sure it was still segregated back then as far as the uh athletes allowed to play at the university so uh and i I don't even think they played a full schedule i I think they only played like 16 games or something it it was it's a sham 
I, I wouldn't claim it. Let's just put it that no, way. No, for anybody to climb on top of their combine out there in West Lafayette and start hooting and hollering about some national championship that was, oh, I don't know, almost 100 years ago and was based on a pole system that barely existed for uh, very long at all. So it's a mythical championship at best. Well, when that's all you have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's all you have. That and, I mean, look. Right now, they got their chests out because it's Halloween. They've got the cornfields, man. You know, they're 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 talking with that cornfield maze money Corn right maze now. Maze is as far yeah. as the eye can see. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You, you could cross three counties and not even come out the cornfield. And you know, so right now they're excited, but uh, you know, all of a sudden those combines come out. They harvest all that corn, and then. They're looking straight across three states. So. Hey, I know someone that's not been outstanding in his field. That's Mr. Shang King. Oh, no? No, you know why? He why? must have had a little bit of time to himself with his wife because they just announced they're expecting a baby. No kidding. Yeah, so congratulations to the Kings. Yes. I'm hoping I'm allowed to put that out there. She put it on Facebook and Instagram, so I'm hoping I'm allowed to put it well, on the podcast. Well, if you're not, it's too late now. Too yeah. late. It's out there. It's there it is. There. But anyway, so I guess we'll move on. Um well, you know, Maryland scrimmage this weekend, too, basketball. They did? Yeah. How they do, Dave? Virginia. No score was given, but uh, said Julian Reese was the leading scorer, sources say. and Didn't say how they won, but evidently, what's his name? Matt. Matty Torero. That's what we're going with? Opening eyes. Really? Yeah, opening eyes. You know how <laughs> big that would be? Yeah, they said they've had numerous pro scouts there to look at him at practice because of his, his athleticism. He couldn't play in Europe. When they went, he couldn't play the other day because of some red tape with his transfer, but everything must be cleared up now because he played this weekend. Really? And they said he looked impressive. So I'm here for it. November 7th, opening day of Maryland basketball. Just to look forward, there are a lot of great college basketball games coming up the first week. Uh, November 10th, there is a mess of big games to watch. So be on the lookout for that. As you know, we are the number one podcast of the Big Banner Network. But we are by far the number one podcast for basketball in the Big Banter Network. So if you need your college basketball fix, we'll be doing it all season long right here on the airwaves. But let's do it, boys. Let's do it real quick and fast. Uh, Wild chat over at Northwestern, the Big Banter Podcast. Uh, You will be getting your care package. Sonny said he got his care package and he loved it. So have we received any of air care packages no, yet? We no. have not. Okay. Yep. Uh, neither Spartan Dog or whoever we got out there in uh, Bacon Wire. Uh, Bacon Wire. That's it. And uh, and who are our, who uh, who are the other Leo uh, Leo podcast? The Leos. Yes. Love each yes. other. Love yeah, everyone. Yeah, something like that. Love everyone and send us well, our swag. Dumbest name I've ever heard in my life. I know, man. Maybe that's. I have no idea. Maybe uh, the cost of postage is hurting them. Um, well, ours cost $21. So if you can't afford $21, go ahead and step away from Big Banner, please. Yeah, or just don't make bets, guys. Yes. I mean, come on now. It's that simple. Like, we run our mouth, and when we lose, like we did this past weekend, we own up to it. We've always said we are not a football school. We are a basketball school. I wish the University of Maryland would wise up and embrace that, but that is what it is. Loxley, Mr. $6 million a year. Let that thing sink in. To all our taxpayers out there, you're paying a head coach $6 million a year for a career under 500 at Maryland and never winning a game after a bye week. So your taxpayers are being spent well at the University of Maryland. 
But you don't talk about the game. Anything that sticks out. It was terrible. Should have blown the doors off them. Terrible. Yeah, I didn't watch it. And good because, for you. Well, good I, was, for you. I was at my daughter's game, but uh, she played at 12 also. And uh, I glanced at my phone. It was about 5 after 12. We were up 7 nothing. Yep, we walked right down the field. I scored. said, well, yep. shit. I said, all right. I, said, I, th- I saw, I think, Talia was 3 for 3 on that first drive. Touchdown pass. And then I looked again. It was 14-7. Then I guess it just went downhill. I, mean, I, I, I remember sitting here at the beginning of the season talking about the Northwestern game, how they're going to be a train wreck. They're a mess. Props to them. They have bounced back. They now have four wins on the season. I don't think anybody saw that coming. Well, I think we are a train wreck. Yes, we are a train wreck. I got news for you. They were talking about in the Big Ten huddle last night. Are we going to make a bowl game? Well, you tell me where the wins going to come. We are, need are we one beating, more win. Yeah, are we beating Michigan or, or I mean, uh, we have two, Penn State? I'm going to say no. I mean, are we going to win another road game? And then, yes, then we have Nebraska and Rutgers. Rutgers is now 6-2, and two, and Nebraska looks like they're getting their stuff together. Are we going to win one more game? I, I don't. I don't have high hopes. To be honest with you. I mean, um, look now. We sat here and we talked about what a letdown season would be back a couple months ago. I don't think we. None of us mentioned not making a bowl game. That well, is very realistic right now. No, I mean we're at five and zero. Oh, I mean, well, it, it, it's ridiculous that we're still doing the same dumb stuff. Um, and we were bragging about our offensive line earlier in the season. Gave up six more sacks uh, on Saturday. Some of that is uh, TT holding the ball too long. I think some of it's uh, offensive play calling. Yes. Um, I hope they're proud of what they've done to what could have been Roman Hemby's career. How about it? Because he was hot coming off of last season. and They've done nothing with no, him. No, just absolutely nothing. And, and um, I think the play calling's been terrible. Yeah, I mean, I really thought, like, coming into the season, we would be establishing a run every game and yep. playing off of that. And, yep. and we haven't done it no. at all. And you've seen uh, – we, we saw earlier in the season when McDonald had a couple of good games. Here are the rushing stats. Five carries for McDonald, uh, average 8.6 a carry. So, stop giving it to him. Uh, Prather had one carry for 36 yards on the reverse. That's great. Uh, But Hemby, four carries, 27 yards. That's an average of 6.8. He only got four carries, averaging 6.8. Littleton, he's not really made me all too proud this year. He had four carries for seven yards. Uh, How many times did TT throw the ball? Oh, 47 times. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Uh, ran the ball 12 times for a yard. I mean, it's the sad part is when we started this podcast, we knew we would have to dive into Maryland football. We need to speak for them. Uh, shout out to our boys over at Shell and Tell. I know football is their bread and butter. Mm. I'm sorry, guys. It's going to be a long, tough season for the rest of your podcast. The good news is Maryland basketball is where our bread and butter is, and we can dive right in. But, man, I mean, every year this happens to us, and now it's just it's a joke, really. We are a laughing we are a laughing stock of the Big Ten. Yeah, but I think this year is even worse. Dude. Yeah, yeah. I don't think heads are going to roll this year. I don't think we can afford it. Be honest with you. No, we'll I don't. I can afford I mean, to fire them. I don't. I honestly, I'm fine with with Lotsley being the coach, but pay him. He's half a mediocre coach. Yeah, pay half, him, pay him mediocre money. Right. Yeah. Like, let me ask you this: When his contract expires, and let's say he he keeps doing what he's doing, you know, make takes us to bowl games, whatever. Are we going to reward him with another pay raise? Yeah, I don't know. Because is he going to be making $9 million in he, five years? He come in in a bad situation. 
he was absolutely the right hire at the time, coming off of what was the gen, the young guy. The young oh, man, Randy Etzel. Or not Randy Etzel, DJ Durkin. No, McNair. Oh, McNair, Jordan McNair, yeah. Yeah, Jordan McNair, you know, his untimely death and everything. And then, like, I'm sure coaches weren't knocking on the door to come here to coach at that at that time. You well, know? We, we, we thought we got a steal. We're getting a guy from the Nick Saban tree. Um, was worked for the Terps for years. Sure, and, and we uh, we were in a, a group chat uh, throughout the week, and somebody in the uh, chat said, you know, for all the talk, who's he really recruited? And if you think about it, when he first came in, it was Talia and uh, Josh Jacobs' little brother. Both were recruited by Alabama but weren't good enough to make it at Alabama, so we were getting Alabama scraps, and we were happy with that. And now, I mean – I, I don't know what he's done. Um, and I don't even really think you could say you could, he recruited them. They probably would have followed him anywhere he went. Oh, well, you that's, know, that's because my point. That was yeah, like the, yeah, it wasn't like he had to go beat their door down. Nick Saban sent them to us. He was yeah, like, yeah, look, you here's know, a favor, man. <laughs> yeah, look, I like these kids, but they're just not good enough for us. But uh, here, they, make them Division One ball players. Um, so, no, I, I don't understand what uh, – And then they lost a three-star uh, commit today from Georgia. He reopened his command, which happens in football. I'm not saying it's because they lost yeah, three in a row. It happens all the time, but at the same time. I don't know. I'm not going to give him the turgeon treatment by no means. No one deserves the turgeon treatment. But I will say this has been a letdown season. Hopefully they can scrounge together one win and go bowling. Yeah, but how how fun is that, watching a bowl on like December of – yeah, and, again, you know, it's going to be the pinstripe bowl again. You know, I, I mean, hope it's the Duke mayonnaise bowl. No, again. no, we won't be good enough to, unless unless we win a couple games at Duke Mayo. But it's going to be the pinstripe bowl. It's going to be terrible. And what fan base? Want, I mean, great. I know we have a big fan base in New York, but what fan base wants to go there and freeze their tits off in New York, December, like you said, December twenty eighth against Virginia Tech? You know what I mean? We've already seen that once. I don't know, man. I, I'm over it. I'm over yeah. it. Yeah, and. One more thing on it. Like I said, I'm fine with him being the coach, but pay the man like he's a seven-win, eight-win coach. Exactly. Let us get our seven, eight wins. Let us go play in a mid-level bowl game, and then let us roll into basketball season. Well, let's roll into basketball right now, Dave. What's the latest on Derek Queen? Oh, he, he's he's turp. He just committed a couple yeah. minutes ago. <laughs> breaking, breaking, breaking news. Now, I'm, I'm, I guess it's looking like November 8th. He's going to decide. He, you know, he sent out his uh, – he did – Cut his list down to four, and it was us, Indiana, Houston, Kansas. Everyone seems to think Houston's out. They said they didn't even – Kelvin Sampson didn't even come down with his assistant coach last week to talk to mm. him. So, all right, they're pretty much out. Uh, now, let me – before you keep going, I, 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 I expressed to you my fear of Kansas, and Lee brings up a good point. Kansas has already got a stacked front court, and, I mean, Hunter can always come back for another year. I get that. But at the end of the day, it's Kansas. Now let's let's talk about what me and you talked about, Dave. Here was here is my fear for all the people out there that doesn't that don't really follow recruiting. The NIL era has changed basketball. The days of the 1999 to 2010 days of basketball are over with. The seniors sticking around playing. That's just it's coming to an end. So NIL era is it's pay to play. My fear is, and I'm not saying I think he will be a terp. I'm 100 on board. But I'm afraid if Kansas go, if we go, hey, Derek Queen, we've lined you up with Under Armour. You're going to be the front athlete, high school athlete. You're going to make a million dollars at Maryland, this, that, and the other. Kansas come in and goes, yeah, here's 1.2. Like, what's stopping them from doing that? Nothing. Yeah, but I don't think 
I don't think you got to worry about him going to Kansas. And tell me what you're talking about. You're, you're talking about how you know you have to know as a, a coach. I think you do. I mean, like you got to get a feel for these guys. I think, I think that with Kansas, he's not. I don't think he's going to go to Kansas. I think he's. Uh, they've already got a five star center coming in. I think he's one that was ranked higher than Queen. I think Queen's the number two center, three center, mm-hmm. and you got Hunter Dickerson who, I. I believe will be back because I don't think he can make the <laughs> yeah. money in the NBA. I'll yeah. be honest with you. I think he's going to make more money at Kansas. And everything I've seen is that Queen is not quite looking at it for – I mean, he's going to get paid plenty at Maryland, trust me. They've got money lined up for him. But he's he's looking at it more of a business where he wants to create a brand. He wants to play one year. He wants to – he likes the idea of being the – you know, the local guy that comes back, uh, evidently Under Armour's on board. But you're talking about the money. I think I think Indiana could throw just as much money at him as Kansas right now. So, mm-hmm. if that's the case, like, I believe he would go to Indiana before he'd go to Kansas because okay, he's yeah. going to be the guy at Indiana. But didn't his teammate just sign there too? Yeah, I mean, one of his friends, but. Yeah, I thought, I thought they were saying that was kind of going to cop block him a little bit. Yeah, I don't. I mean, they never expressed playing with each other. Evidently, Woods. What's the coach name? Woodson. Oh yeah, yeah, Mike Woodson. He's. They're saying he's pushing his NBA, his NBA ties, and all that, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You got to push, got to push. I, I will say, uh, often daunted over there on the Big Banner Network, they're the Indiana basketball podcast. Even they think he's a turp. He's a turp. I, yeah. I, I'm pretty confident he's a turp. I know I've been confident before, but I'm really confident on this one. Well, I I hope you're right. I'm confident. If Dave's confident, I'm confident. But let's talk about Mr. You want to pronounce it? Who wants to pronounce that? Tricky? Efiosa. Efiosa. Let's just go with yeah, that. Yeah, Efiosa. 2025 class. Any more oh, word on him? Re- <laughs> yeah. Any, any word on him re- well, re- reclassing? The word is he's really good with Maryland, too, but he, he wants to play for a winner. So the. What are you trying to say, Ifasu? <laughs> now, well, they're saying that if we land Queen, that ups their chances of landing this guy. Oh, really? And him reclassing because you think he'll come and play with Queen? Oh, absolutely. Really? They're recruiting him. They're, they're, they're recruiting him for either, but the the idea is for him to reclass. Him and Queen is is the the class they've been zeroing in on for this whole time. He's super athletic. He just he's got Alabama written all over. I see Alabama's recruiting him, but uh, I think Missouri is the team. If he wants to play for a visiting. winner, what in the world does he put Missouri and Arizona, Arizona State on there for? State, yeah, what's yeah, that all well, about? I mean, Bruce, I mean, Bruce, look, Bruce the Pearl, at, baby. I mean, that's just not his list. If you click, that's everyone oh, no. that's offered him. I oh, mean, if you click it, they're just in alphabetical order, you know. The only way they're not in alphabetical order is when it says warm, so. Well, there you go. I mean, I don't see too many winners. I, I'll be honest with you. His list of schools, winners, they're all in the same to me. Yeah, and that might – that just might be talk because he's playing for that. Uh, he wants that Duke Kansas commit, doesn't he? Or offer? Yeah, but I don't think that's coming. Yeah, that's not coming for that guy. Could you imagine? Let me ask you this: If we land him and he reclasses, is that the end of Juju? Do you think he bounces and goes pro, or do you think we have all three? Well, you know, Juju and uh, Queen played together in high school. Yeah, 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 yeah. At they could definitely play together. No, that's that's your one, two, three right there. Right. You know, you would have all three of them together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this guy's going to apply to play small forward. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he's listed as small oh, yeah, forward. Okay. He's only 6'5". Okay. Yeah, okay, okay. You know, then you got Queen and 
All right, so let's just say we have, could you imagine DHS, Jamie Kaiser, Ifasu, however you want to pronounce this, we really need to learn his I name. I think it's Afiosa. Afiosa. Yeah, Afiosa. Yeah, Afiosa. Yeah. And then Queen and Juju. If that's not a top five team, I don't know what is. Yeah, and you're forgetting about Swanton Rogers. I was good. Yes, sir. <laughs> I was just sitting here biting yes, my lip like, when is he going to bring up my boy Swanton Bomb? Yes, now, sir. you know he's hurt right now, Tricky, though. He didn't play yesterday. Hmm. He's having a little bit of a back injury. Growing yeah. pain is tricky. That's growing all that pains. is. He yeah. probably grew an extra inch. <laughs> yeah. But like we were talking last night, me and you, that's why I feel like we got to hit on Queen. If we don't hit on Queen, it's a bad, bad way. 2024 is going to be a bad, I mean, bad yeah, way. Yeah. It's, so I got to believe that the staff knows what they're doing with that one. And uh, if you're wondering how you're going to watch Maryland's first game on November 7th, it's going to be on Big Ten Plus, but we do have six tickets right now. Four are spoken for. Tricky's unable to go. He has trivia. Still still trivia, right, Tricky? That is correct. Yep. So we have two seats open. So all the AWLs out there, shout out Matt Curtis, probably our biggest AWL, probably one of the first people to listen every time a new episode comes out. So whoever wants to tag along with me, Dave Lee, and Trent, two seats are open. First come, first serve. It's going to be a great time. I don't think Mountain St. Mary's will give us much trouble, but it's going to be your first look at Maryland's team before they head down to Asheville for the Asheville Championship Tournament, the old Turge Classic. But um, When's Asheville? Friday, Sunday? Yep, or? Friday, Sunday. Yep. If I had a baby by now, we'd probably be in Asheville, but we still have no baby baby turtle head in the house. So the mother's still nesting up in the uh, sand there, Tricky. The, the, babies, right. the, the turtles haven't hatched yet. No, um, are we expecting any day now? Any day. Where she's six days overdue. Oh my goodness! So any day. So you know what they say six days miserable, right, Tricky? Yeah. I, I I suppose I've never. Uh, I've never <laughs> That's right. I've never that been you know with of, child. Tricky. Yes. That you know of. That you sure. Know of. But don't forget, after that Asheville Classic, I mean, the season keeps rolling right into Villanova. Yeah, I, I don't understand why we didn't put a game in there though. What a week off. Yeah, well, five days off. I'm all right with that. That's going to be a big game, man. Justin Moore looking to return. Hakeem Hart playing with Villanova now, so that's going to be a great game. But, man, I'm telling you right now, I cannot be any more thrilled for college basketball. One, because Maryland football is terrible. And two, it's college basketball. Tricky? Yes, Jordan. Uh, speaking of, uh, since you brought football uh, back up, uh, more bad news. My previously undefeated oh, no. Joey Bears oh, no. lost a nail-biter to Wingate. I knew, even though Wingate didn't have the greatest of record, they always play my Joey Bears tough, those uh, Bulldogs do. And, they uh, got that Bulldog mentality, Tricky. Yeah, well, they got that dog in them. They got that dog in them. Yes, and uh, they, they won on a, a late score to break up the undefeated season of my Joey Bears. But at least they run a, a clean program. Since we are on the Big Banter Network, we don't just talk about Maryland sports. We talk about other Big Big Ten teams as well. Uh, Pat Forty, known uh, sports reporter, is saying that several Big Ten teams are telling him that Michigan used ball boys to steal signals in-game. And relay the information to the coaching staff. So uh, I've heard if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. But hey. boy, they're they're trying real hard up there in Michigan. Is all I'm saying. Well, tricky. We got some breaking news for us. Our boy Flea from Chrisfield. 
Now, Tricky, yes. I, I hope you answer this right. Derek Queen, if we land him, when will he be eligible to play? Would it be November 7th or would it be 2024? I, I would assume it would be 2024. Yes, shout out Flea. He just, uh, Duke just landed, uh, what's his name, Cooper Flag? What's his name? Cooper Flag. Cooper Flag and uh, Tricky said big things to come. Or not Tricky, uh, Flea said big things to come this year. I guess Cooper's going to suit up a year early. So shout out Flea for being on top of it. For all our AWLs out there, when we land Derek Queen, make sure you tell the people 2024. Make sure we aren't looking like a typical Duke fan. But let's go into college basketball. Notable games. They broke it down here on CBS.com. Michigan State will be playing Duke. Speaking of Duke, uh, at November 14th, the Champions Classic. They'll have Arizona November 23rd. Uh, Kansas will be playing reigning champion UConn December 1st. Kansas will be playing Kentucky November 14th in the Champions Classic. Then how about old Arkansas? I don't know why it says Arkansas Pine Bluff. <laughs> but Arkansas will be playing Gonzaga and UConn this year. Shout out to Dave's boy, Bust the Bus. He is not afraid to schedule anybody on his schedule. Hopefully Maryland will be at that point coming down the road. But then we have the old Don'ts. The Don'ts will be playing Gonzaga, Alabama, Arizona, Michigan State. You know what that sounds like to me, Tricky? It sounds four excuses why they'll have four losses. Oh, we had a tough schedule. Mm-hmm. But anything else you all want to talk college basketball? Anything we're missing? Uh, Edie's ugly. Yes. Has not changed one bit. Dave, you got anything? No, I think our schedule ain't bad this year either. No, no. We I have mean, great we schedule. Got, I mean, it's not. Yeah. It's not low, but UCLA, Villanova. Um, and then of course, I mean, the Big Ten schedule in itself is yeah. a, is a is a route. So I mean, I I just you know I, wanna, I do hope here we get in one of these big tournaments here one of these years. Yeah. You know, like Maui this year. Maui's loaded this year. Yeah. Probably one of the great best classes Maui's ever had. That'd be the last thing we'll talk about here. How about the uniforms? Oh yeah, the what throwbacks came out the day. I liked them. I mean, yeah, they I don't think sharp. yeah, I don't think they're overly throwback. No, they should. Why don't they throw back to the two thousand two uniforms? Why don't they? Throw them jokers. I don't know if it's a Nike Elite issue or what. Yeah, maybe. Last thing we'll talk about college basketball, the Maui Invitational, November 20th to 22nd. Always a great tournament. Back to Maui finally this year. Chaminade will be the host again. And then we'll have Gonzaga, Kansas, Marquette, Purdue, Tennessee, all ranked in the top 15. And then you throw in some scrums like Syracuse and UCLA. So what a great Maui Invitational. It's going to be a lot of fun watching Fee Suite this year, so listen up for college basketball. And like you said, we're your one-stop shop for college basketball. But let's go on to the NFL, boys. Week 8 NFL football. Starting off for Thursday Night Football, the Buffalo Bills play the Buccaneers, and we were in chilly Buffalo, and it looks like Stefan and crew get back on the right step. Buffalo wins, 24-18. On to Miami, as the Patriots look to win two in a row. But Tua says, you're under 500, you don't stand a chance in Miami. Dolphins win 31-17. Whoop! New York Jets and the New York G-Men. 
Zach Wilson said, I did it my way, New York, New York, as it wasn't pretty, but Zach Wilson wins again. Walk off, kicker. Just went 13 10. Steel City hosts the Jaguars, and the Jaguars are starting to make heads turn, and they're asking, are they for real? As the Jaguars win 20 to 10. Let's head out to the Falcons and the Titans. That's right, the rumbling, stumbling Titans. Are they going to hang it up for Derrick Henry? Is this his last game in Tennessee? Well, he goes out a winner. As D-Hop called Gino and said, they wrote me off too, brother. But I didn't write back. Titans win 28-23. I'll pick against the second overall pick. It usually doesn't bode well for the first overall pick. But not this week as the Panthers get on the winning board. Panthers win 15-13. The Dallas Cowboys, much like the Tua Dolphins, only beat up on the weak teams. But guess what? The Rams were a weak team, so you've guessed it. The Cowboys went off. Cowboys win 43-20. The Vikings are back. They've won four of the last five. However, is it all about to come to a halt? As Kirk Cousins goes down with an Achilles injury. And let's just say they won't be trading for Jordan Love. Vikings win 24-10 over the Packers. Jameis Winston takes some hill. Derek Carr, pick your poison. The Saints have the all three quarterbacks. Doesn't matter who they put in, they put up points. Saints beat up on the Colts. Saints win 38-27. Fly, Eagles, fly, as the Commander Redskins football team says, hold on, we almost got you last time, but we got you at home this time. It doesn't matter. Fly, Eagles, fly. Eagles win, 38-31. Let's head out to Seattle and Gino, the author of the post office. He keeps writing letters because they beat the Browns. Some defense. Seahawks win, 24-20. The Ravens, that's right, the Ravens head out to Arizona against the Cardinals. But what's that? Kyler's not playing? Well, CBS seems to think Joshua Dobbs the upcoming player of the week, but not against this Ravens defense. Ravens hold on, 31-24. Ah, achoo, Patrick, the hose here, I've got pneumonia. Ah, yeah, I always have to have an excuse when I lose. He heads off to Denver. And guess what? Taylor Swift should have stayed home. Broncos win 24-9. Joey Koo, they call him. Well, guess what? They're rumbling, stumbling back as the Bengals walk all over the Niners. Bengals win 31-17. And then Sunday Night Football, the Bears against the Chargers. That's right. The Bears should have stayed home. Their season's over with. Call it quits. Get the brown paper bags out. Chargers win 30 13. Let's do it. Let's do our recap of each game this week. I guess we can't do the Raiders, can we, Tricky? No. How about a little preview? Give us a little preview, Tricky. Oh, sure. Um... Go ahead and say it. Yeah, fire Josh McDaniels. Fire Aaron Boone, too. Oh. Um, along with Coach Loxley. Um, but uh, they say Garoppolo's going to play tonight. 
I don't know why that even matters. Um, Detroit I, looking for a bounce back. Yeah, and Detroit's probably just going to blow the doors off of us. Um, shout out to uh, the um, St. Brown family. Uh, Amon Ra St. Brown, wide receiver for the uh, Lions. His father was a power lifter. Ah. Big, swole dude. And uh, he also has a brother named Osiris and another brother named Equinimius. Yes. St. Brown. But, yeah, his dad was a former, like, Mr. Universe uh, competitor. And uh, so he built his sons into NFL players. Also, uh, a guy that beat my Raiders last week. Who's the guy, the um, the Chicago Bears quarterback that everybody's uh, falling yes, in love uh, with? Bobert or something? Yeah, or, uh, Burn or something like that. Yeah, yeah something Shepherd like, University. Yes, from Shepherd University. His father, former world arm wrestling yes. champion. Yes, shout so, out. And Shepherd University is out of the PSAC. Yeah. Same conference Santa plays in. Some say we're the number one PSAC podcast. We are, absolutely. Followed oh. by the number one arm wrestling podcast. And That's right. And speaking of wrestling, yes. what do we have coming up later, Tricky? We will be interviewing one Jesse James Dillinger, J.J. Dillinger, the ringside announcer for First State Championship Wrestling. Our first interview with someone from the professional wrestling world. Yes. So let's go right into our NFL wrap-up. So here we go. Thursday night, we had the Bills and the Buccaneers. The score was a lot closer in the game. Once again, a Thursday night game. Just let's move on from Thursday night NFL. Horrible. But the Bills win 24-18. to Can the Bills finally get it going? A lot of sexy picks for the Super Bowl. Maybe they'll finally get it going in gear. They're now 5-3. and three. And the Buccaneers fall to 3-4. and four. Then we move on to Sunday. We had Texans and Panthers, the face-off of the number one and number two overall pick. Did you know? The number two pick was four and one all time versus number one pick, and now the Panthers and Mr. Bryce Young got their revenge as they won fifteen to thirteen. I was so happy to see Bryce Young get a win because they're not that bad a team. And I hear the Panthers are possibly going to trade uh, Adam Thielen. We got the trade deadline up, up yes, on tomorrow. Us here. Yeah. Yes, so there's a possibility they could further gut that roster and poor Bryce Young, but um. Yeah, good to see them gut out a win. It wasn't a fun game to watch. What was the final, like 15 Yeah, 15-13. 13, 13 yeah. It was a walk-off field goal. And I don't know if you saw it or not. The uh, the guy for the Texans kept jumping off sides on the winning field goal kick, and he finally got a unsportsmanlike conduct for having two penalties in a row trying to stop the clock. So then we move on to Cowboys and Rams. Cowboys, once again, when they play an inferior opponent. Is that the right word, inferior? Inferior, yes. yes. I finally did it. Cowboys destroy them 43-20. to 20. Minnesota, don't look now. They are 4-4, four and four, beating up on those terrible Packers, 24-10. to 10. But what happens next now that Kirk Cousins' career may be over? Really? Yeah. He I tore saw he got a, hurt. He tore his Achilles tendon. His ah. season is definitely over. They may be big shoppers here at the trade deadline. Do they perhaps try a, a trade with Dallas for Cooper Rush? Or do they try to get Matt Stafford, see what's left in his arm? Or uh, what about uh, I don't I'm trying Jameis Winston. Where's Carson Wentz? <laughs> Who's their backup? I couldn't even tell you. Uh, is it O'Connell? Let's find out. I think it's uh, I think it might be okay. I would say Tavares Jackson is no longer with <laughs> us. Uh, How about Dante Culpepper? Is he available? 
He is more available than Tavares Jackson, yes. Tavares, unfortunately. Uh, oh, they pass away? Passed away in a Jared, car accident. Jaron Hall. No, I'd roll with Hall. Roll with him, son. <laughs> I, yeah, I got he's the next Brock Purdy, I, right? I sent Tricky a trade last week for Kirk Cousins. Oh, I know. Oh. Did it go through? No, no, no. no, no I dodged I, that bullet. He denied it. No, I denied it and sent him another offer, which still stands. I'm, <laughs> uh, no, I sent him one for uh, Justin Herbert. I still want to get rid of that chump. All right, then let's go to Saints and Colts. Speak of Jameis Winston. Saints win 38-27. to And then we go to Patriots-Dolphins. Dolphins at home in the month of September and October continue their winning ways 6-2. and two. The real Tua throws all over New England. And then how about the Battle of New York? We're talking about ugly, overtime, Oof. walk-off win, Zach Wilson. I'm telling you, the Jets are trying to stay afloat because Aaron Rodgers will be back this year. Oh, he was pacing all around the sidelines. They, they made sure back. to get him really on You really think camera. he's going to be back? Yep, 100%. I do, too. He'll start the playoff game for him, 100%. No, he'll definitely play. But uh, Hey, Terrell Suggs bounced back quick after Achilles. I'm just going to let you know that. So, let's move on to Jacksonville. They beat those Ugly, terrible towels. Steelers. Did you know? Oh, what do you got? Drinking? Jacksonville, the only team to go undefeated in the month of October. They had five wins in October, two of which uh, over there across uh, the pond. But uh, my early uh, preseason pick for number one seed going into the playoffs, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars seem to have turned it around. And as we mentioned last week, when they get the running game going, Travis Etienne had another good game uh, yesterday. It, it takes a lot of pressure off of uh, Lawrence, who uh, is down two receivers now. I think uh, Zay Jones went out, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. So let's move on to Tennessee, who are probably going to be sellers, probably selling Derrick Henry here at the trade deadline. They beat those ugly Falcons 28-23. to And then, Dave, take us away. Are we going to not mention Will Levis? Oh, yes. In his first start, four touchdown passes for those uh, Tennessee Titans. Nick and Saban would be proud because he says the SEC is tough. And Will Levis never threw four touchdowns in the SEC. Comes the NFL, throws. Maybe the NFL is easier than the SEC. I don't How know. How about that? Go ahead, Dave. It's your time. Yeah, cue the music. Cue the music. I mean, there's, there's not much to say. They fall. We, we, we're they in fall. it. They fall. Yeah. I mean, the season was a win right from the jump when we got a new owner. So everything now is just. It's just. It's a. It's a punt you know, season. Punt yeah. Season. Yeah. Ron is a. He's a dead man walking. Oh, I will say we we got a. Well, it's part of the game, I guess. But a couple of bad calls. I thought you were about to say injuries. I was gonna let you live that. No, 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 no. Oh no! no. It, it was. Uh, we were up seventeen ten, and uh, they went forward on fourth and eight, and it was clearly not a catch, and they rushed they up to catch. the line. And I don't know why Ron didn't throw the flag, and they got it off. And, I mean, it was clearly not a catch. It Ron never challenged it? No. Well, they ran up to the line. I don't know if he was trying to challenge it or what. And then they scored, and they tied at 17-17. That would have put us. Flag. Yeah, I don't know. But, but honestly, it's better for us to lose them games. But your boy Howell had the best game of his career. He wasn't sacked a single time. His completion I – mean, he at one point he was like – he might not have been sacked, but he got hit quite a few times. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, but he was still completing passes. He didn't put anything on the ground. Um, he didn't put many balls on the ground. I, I, I think will it, say, you won't have to draft a quarterback. I think he you could roll no, the ball for a couple I, I'm years. I'm fine with him. I mean, I just you talking about the trade deadline. I'm curious to see if we move some of these guys that are supposed to be good. Sweat you know, and Young are good. I mean, I'm I'm young, all for loading up. Big, let's load up on some draft picks. Let's get us a new coach in here and let's see what we can do. Yeah. Just start all over from ground up. What, what, what do you think an NFL team would give for McLaurin? 
Could you get Maybe a number one pick no, for him? No. I don't know because he's supposed in, to in be NFL, a number one wide receiver, but, but the draft picks weird. are valued yeah. so high in the NFL. Yeah. I believe you get a fourth rounder. Third I, rounder I was going to say third. Yeah. You know, and do I think he's worth a one? Of course. I mean, I think he's I think he's one of the top probably ten receivers in the NFL. Right. He's supposed to be. That's why I asked I the mean, question because I, every, you're not the only person that feels that way. But it seems like he's he's there one game and doesn't show up the next. Um, Let's just put it this way: I don't value Anquan Bolden as good as Scary Terry, but after winning the Super Bowl and the show that Anquan put on for the Super Bowl, and he only got a seventh round draft pick for him, that just shows the NFL the way they value draft picks. So a third or fourth round, that'd be a good. Do you think they're going to trade him though? No, I was thinking more on the defensive yeah. side of the ball. Yeah, sweat, what I was sweat, sweat and Young. Nah, yeah. Young's been the one that's I would love been to mentioned. keep Sweat. How about Deron Payne? Did we just lock Deron Payne? I thought we signed Sweat last year, right? I thought he had already signed. I don't know. Yeah. They were talking about it on the uh, on the X. I think like Young is definitely the one. He's on his last year of his rookie deal. Yeah, and he's going to want a ton, and he's never healthy. So yeah, I hope he doesn't. I mean, he really hasn't done problem. anything to – to uh, well, what what can you expect from Ohio State Buckeye? I mean, that's true. <laughs> and and a Dematha kid. I mean, let's but. find out Montez Sweat's breakdown here. He will be a free agent in twenty twenty four. So okay, there you go. so Deron Payne's who we must assign. Yeah. So he'll yeah I could see them moving him. They're not going to pay him. So let's move on to so Seattle. If, oh, good. if they do move him and him and Young, that's that whole draft class right mm. there. The whole both of them. gone. Yeah, and a very large hole in your defensive line. Yeah, that's got to hurt. But I mean, how good is the defense? We're giving up 30, 40 points a week. You know, that's so, true. I mean, that's true. And and you know, your new head coach Eric Bieniemy doesn't give one hoot about defense anyway. And, so. and I was thinking about it too. Is he really going to be the head coach? Because yeah, this ownership didn't bring him in. That was that was still under Snyder that brought him in, right? That's yeah. true. So maybe they want to clean house. Maybe everywhere. they have something totally different. I don't know. I still think he's the the leader in the clubhouse as we speak. I haven't heard of any other candidates or anybody else that even want to be a part of that mess. Mm. Well, let's move on. Seattle and Cleveland. Seattle uh, with the walk off touchdown. You know, I like Gino. Gino, they they wrote him off, son. Yes, sir. They wrote, did you see DeAndre Hopkins? He said. I'm like Gino. They wrote me off, but I didn't write back. He went off this past week. But Gino and the Seahawks win 24-20. to 20, And then uh, – Seahawks, we were talking about the trade deadline. They just signed uh, the uh, defensive lineman from the Giants uh, in a trade. Was it Leonard Williams, I Couldn't believe? Yeah. I didn't uh, know anything good came out of New York. Yeah, he was um, formerly former uh, USC guy. Um well, while you're looking at Yeah, that Leonard up. Williams. Leonard Williams. He was a high draft pick, right? Mm-hmm. So then let's move on to the Baltimore Ravens. Six and two, Dave. Six and two. Did you cover? No. 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 I mean, what did you think about struggling to put away the oh, uh, Arizona Cardinals? Well, Honestly, uh, dude. Well, it, it, first off, Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, because I did Who see in the it. world lets a ball hop on an onside uh, kick? I, I, did, I did see – like one of our messages in our group message today was talking about what well, the Eagles they will struggle with the Redskins. Well, my God, you struggle we with not, the that, that's you struggle false. with the Cardinals. First off, I, mean, I know it was emotional. You know, your no, first no, no, time no. having yeah. to face Hollywood Brown again. First off, at right before three minutes left of the game, four minutes left in the game, I think it was what thirty-one to fourteen. 
They went down, scored a touchdown, made it 31 to 21. And then they did an onside kick, recovered it, kicked a field goal, and then tried to onside kick again with like 10 seconds left. So the score looks a little more deceiving than what it was. We, I mean, we, we beat them. They and, did put up 24 points on you. Uh, okay. All right. All right. I mean, there's no way around that. They did put up 24 points on you. They did. I mean, you can't. Look, a win's a win, boys. 31 to 24. Ravens win. I don't I don't disagree with a win. win's a win. I was just referring to the comment I seen earlier about, well, they barely beat the Redskins. I'm just I'm, trying I'm, to soften thinking, them up like, a little what bit. What was the score here? I'm just trying to soften him up a little bit so he feels guilty about picking him number one in the power rankings. That's so, all. so then speaking of now, number they're, one they're in the power rankings. They're not number one in the power rankings, I can tell uh, you well, that. Look, we'll see who makes the shot. And then we'll see the Chiefs talk about struggling. How about losing to the Broncos 24-9? to nine. What happened there? Well, well I, I'm, I'm curious to hear uh, when you do your NFL rundown. Uh, uh, because uh, I've never heard what Patrick Mahomes with pneumonia sounds like. Is that what he has? But apparently, yeah, he was sick as a dog, man. Hmm. Yeah. And playing in the snow. So uh, well, if, if you want to hand out any excuses. I was about but, to say, we don't, we don't have excuses um, over here in Pacheco well. had a terrible game. They still have nobody that will catch a pass. Uh, Mahomes struck uh, Sky Moore right in the face. I mean, just whistled it right in there and dude couldn't get his hands up to catch the ball that if 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 it's not kelsey they got nothing um well let's go let's don't, go don't to, look yeah, now either I know. because go joey ahead. b is coming back they're back son they are they are hot they are now four and three the Bengals beat the what two weeks ago number one power ranking 49ers man they're falling apart yeah how how, how purdy is brought now because all of a sudden the guy that was an early mvp candidate they're saying mm. He doesn't have a pro arm. Isn't that uh, funny how quick he could fall off? Two weeks. He's gone from MVP candidate to is he even eligible to play in the NFL? So, Bengals win 31-17. And then last night, Sunday Night Football. Yeesh. That was ugly. Bears lose 13-30 to to the Chargers, which doesn't mean much when you beat those Chargers. Well, no, that, that, that was a horrible game to have to watch anyway. Well, and I'm pretty sure that score – is. Is deceiving to how close the game oh, actually was. Yeah, actually, yeah, <laughs> actually, it was far worse. But real quick, can I can I hit my since uh, Chargers Bears Sunday Night football? That was week eight. Week seven was a pretty decent game. Eagles Miami. But my my argument is, can Sunday Night Football please be flex after week four? I mean, look at that game: New York Giants and Bills, fourteen to nine. Mm. They, Only reason it's not though, I think, is because of. Season ticket holders, probably. Man, screw that. You know. It does start getting flexed here towards the end, but, man, I wish it would start sooner. But, anyway, let's do it. Without further ado, Dave, shots up. Go. First pick. the old freaking layup you take, man. What's wrong with my layup? Why don't you shoot from back here? First pick, Jordan Monk. I'm shooting half-court shots, and he's shooting foul shots. I got to think of the order here. Hmm. I'll go Jordan one, tricky two, Dave three. <laughs> Without further ado, the power rankings. Number one, your Baltimore Ravens. Go ahead, Dave. I'm, I'm I got the third pick. Oh, sorry, sorry. Tricky number two. Yeah, they didn't look so great uh, against Washington, but, but I also won. I also think that and that score is a little deceiving. I mean. <laughs> If they hadn't put so many uh, points on the board, then the score would have been yeah. lower. Yeah, what, um, what are they? They've got one loss all year? One loss. And and they kind of seem to play according to their competition. 
they always uh, get a tough game out of Washington. But well, didn't Washington beat Arizona, right? Yes, they did. Yeah, yeah. I yes, so. they did. Uh, Arizona ain't by, much. No, by about the same score too. Um, but anywho, no easy easy choice with Philadelphia at uh, number one. Well, I just I mean, uh, number two. Oh, sorry, yes, yes. sorry, sorry. Yeah, I, I just forgot. realized what I've done. I've given I've given the Ravens the kiss of death. I can't believe I just did that. That was a bad move. I can't believe it. The world. <laughs> Dave, number three. After the Ravens and Eagles, who do you have? Jacksonville Jaguars. Tag oh. on right. Oh. oh. Loving that oh, choice. Snake it back, Dave. At number four. Number four, I'm going to go with, I don't really like the Dolphins because they get They're smoked pa- every time champions. it's big, you know? Pa- so I'm going to go with the Chiefs. They didn't look good yesterday, but I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. It was the snow. He was sick. We don't make excuses in the NFL, but that was a deceiving score. It was a lot closer than what it really was. And I believe with like three seconds left, they were up by one point, and then they got two onside kicks. <laughs> all right, all right. And this right, and that, right, and they right, end up right, losing right. the game. So, all right. Chiefs Tricky. Is the pick. Tricky. Yeah. Fifth. Uh, well, it, it gets a little muddy here. Um, I, I'm, I'm surprised Dave didn't take his Genos uh, at five and two. I was thinking about it. Yeah. Um, Gosh, I feel the same way as Dave about the Dolphins. I think their coach is a dork. Uh, (laughs) He also has some identity issues, but we're not going to get into that. Um, We haven't taken Dallas yet. I mean, CeeDee Lamb got me 40-some points this week. So, yeah, I got to have Dallas there at five. I can't believe they they made it that far down the list. I'll take six, the Fighting Genos, seven – I'll take those Dolphins, the paper champions. we got to put them in there, but I'm with you all. I don't think they're as good as advertised. And then eight, Tricky. Well, they're going to lose tonight, unfortunately, but I don't think that's going to knock them out of the power rankings. So uh, I'll take those gritty Dan Campbell-led Detroit Lions. And then finish off, Dave, nine and ten. Nine and ten. At nine, I'll take. I mean, they looked rough yesterday against Carolina. I mean, against Arizona. I'll take Baltimore at nine. Oh, 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 oh. No. yeah. I already selected. I already oh. selected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was doing it where they should be. <laughs> nine. nine. Nine, huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, I'm going to go with. Uh, we took Detroit? I just did. You yep. just took I Detroit. I just did yeah. take them at eight. Uh, well, I'm going to go with Buffalo. And then I'm going to slide on in there with the Cincinnati Bengals because they're hot. There you go. 10. There it is. Shane, be proud. So there it is. There's your NFL power rankings. Boys, this is the moment YouTube been waiting for. The mic is yours. You have one minute. NBA. Oh, NBA minute? All right. Uh, Dame Lillard did not look great in his second game for Milwaukee, but I'm not worried about it. I think they'll be fine. Uh, the Wizards, God bless them. Number one uh, and one. One and one. That's what they're going to be. They're going to be a 500 ball club. They're, they're going to be exciting streak. to watch. And did anyone see the show Luca put on Friday night? Yes. Because it was no. much watch. The man went crazy. 49, four straight three-pointers in the last three minutes. He doesn't have much of a supporting cast now that uh, Chris Stapps is gone. So Well, he's still got Kyrie there, though. Yeah, that's unfortunate. And, and uh, what's-his-name looks real good. I know we shouldn't really pump up Duke players, but lively. But it, I've always said his game was NBA game anyway. Who's gonna Who's gonna win the NBA this year? Win it? Yeah, man. I think if Phoenix gets healthy, they're gonna be tough to get beat. Yeah, I, 
And and who's going to stop the Joker? He's still the best player in the world right now. Well, absolutely, now. and should have won MVP last year. I'm still a little miffed about that. Um, I can see the Nuggets repeating. I, I definitely think it would come out of the West. I mean, what, what do they have in the East? Philadelphia stinks. Um, Indiana. The might, Pacers, baby. Jalen Sticks. Yeah. Shout out State of Indiana. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but give, the give those poor give those poor uh, folks out there in Indiana something to watch. I'm I'm gonna pull for them this year just <laughs> just to give my boys Dylan and Russ and them something to something to cheer for. This they won't winter. laugh. They won't laugh or joke, but they'll cheer. No, no, no. But they did just get a shout out on the number one podcast on the Big Banner Network. So how about that, West Lafayette? There it is. So there's your NBA minute. NHL, anybody? Anybody want to take a risk? Go Caps. This our year. No, no. Uh, oh, oh if, how about if we have, died? I was going to say, if yeah. we have to report on the NHL, uh, very sorry to hear about a young man who played two seasons at the University of Minnesota at Duluth uh, of college hockey and then played about 19, 20 games a few years ago with those hated uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. But uh, he got malark chucked. Uh, for those real hockey fans that know what I'm talking about, there used to be a goalie named Clint Malarkchuk, and he also had his throat slashed by an errant skate and almost bled out on the ice, but he did uh, survive and continue his NHL career. This young man uh, that we're talking about was in his late 20s playing in the UK, and uh the gash in his throat was so, so severe that uh, he never made it off the ice. They actually put up a protective barrier around him because they knew they couldn't save him and they didn't want everybody else to have to watch him bleed out. So uh, just a horrible, horrible scene. And um, sorry, we have to report on things like that. And Matthew Perry... Uh, you're doing the whole Debbie Downer. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's bring it all out there. Found in his hot tub. Uh, we will not speculate. Um, but, uh, yeah, just, just some sad stuff going on between Maryland's loss, the loss of the great Chandler Bing. Yes. We all lost a friend that day. Yes. Justin Bieber used to use Chandler Bing as his fake name when he would, uh, check into hotels during the height of his career. Yes. Well, I, I got something for you about Justin Bieber. Okay. <laughs> we are the number one podcast yes. for washed up now, Canadian this is, pop this stars. Is gonna, this is going to be crazy. Okay. Did you know Justin Bieber was baptized, bat, baptized. baptized in Rasheed Wallace's bathtub? I uh, by, did not know that. By, um, um, what's that church? The, um, from Christian Australia. Scientists? No, from Australia. No, no, it's Christian. It's uh, from Australia. Hillsong. It was the Hillsong pastor in New York that did it too. Yeah, I, I don't know, who, yeah. I, but I was listening to uh, all the smoke. Sure, podcast, yes, yes. And I was listening to Rasheed Wallace episode, and evidently that's, that's him Stephen and, Jackson and, and uh, uh, Matt Barnes. Yes, correct. Yes. yes, yeah. Good, good, good. Listen, if anybody, you know. Shout so, out. so why was Justin Bieber in? Well, Rasheed him, him, him and Rasheed were friends. Boys. Like, yeah. Who was Rasheed and uh, Justin Bieber? And Justin Bieber become good friends somehow, and name a better. He duo. said they were they were hanging out and like. Justin was just like, look, man, I want to get, I want to get baptized, baby. Yeah, so oh, see, because so they called the priest. I, I, I guess he was going through something at the time or whatever. But uh, the priest came and he was like, well, they were like, well, we don't got a pool here. And he said, well, you're a big guy. How big's your bathtub? You mind if we do? Any-? She was like, yeah, go ahead. You know. So 
Well, that's crazy because in my mind, I'm thinking, uh, obviously, his number one uh, hit was Baby. I was thinking of a baby Justin Bieber getting baptized as an infant <laughs> and thinking, wait a minute, how did he end up in Portland and, at Rasheed Wallace's house? And, With the old jailblazers. <laughs> right, yeah. Bonzi Wells was there. Like, what's going on here? Uh, but no, I get it. And um, shout out to uh, his wife, uh, Haley Bieber, because she and uh, her father, Stephen Baldwin, are the ones that brought uh, Justin closer to the cross. And it looks like it's working out for him. This interview with J.J. Dillinger is brought to you by Snowbiz Shaved Ice. That's right, Snowbiz Shaved Ice in Princess Anne, Maryland. I know we had a full season with no Snowbiz and a lot of people were upset, but it's going to be worth the wait because we will be back next summer and we will be bigger and better than ever. But without further ado, here's our interview with J.J. Dillinger. Jordan, we have a special guest today. He goes by the name of J.J. Dillinger. That's Jesse James Dillinger. And uh, as the name implies, he's always near danger because he is the ringside announcer for First State Championship Wrestling. Hello, J.J. Hey, how are you guys today? Great. Thanks for coming on the Turtleheads. Uh, so tell us about 1CW. That's First State championship wrestling uh one cw um ah gosh i can't remember maybe exactly how long they've been going on but i know it's been over a decade um want to give a shout out to uh mr sean hardy who has been uh the most pivotal member and promoter of one cw wrestling a really great guy and um they run events out of Houston, Delaware. We've also been doing some events out of Selbyville, Delaware. Um, but you can always catch us, uh, you know, every single month, uh, either in one of the two spots. The next one we have coming up on November 4th, this Saturday, uh, in Houston, Delaware, at the Houston Volunteer Fire Department. Good people up there that set us up with the uh, venue as well. And if we can't uh, uh, make it to a live event, is there some place where we can watch it? Are you on YouTube? I've seen uh, one of your uh, events on uh, the Delmarva Sports Network on television. Actually, every Saturday morning. Uh, I do believe it's Saturday. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to get better on that. But, yes, uh, actually, Delmarva Sports Network uh, definitely carries our promotion. Um, I do believe it's Saturday morning at 10 o'clock in the morning that you can actually catch us. However, uh, if you go right on to their uh website uh delmarva sports network uh we have things that are archived on there also and plus uh previous years definitely uh one cw has a youtube page and you can go back and you can see a lot of archived uh matches all right now you and i have spoken before and uh you told me that uh you're getting ready to call a death match is that so as actually, I just did it uh, Saturday. It's past Saturday. So oh, how did that go? Yes. Well, obviously, you made it out unscathed. Was, was there uh, fluorescent light tubes being busted over heads and such? That's what I imagine when I think of a death match. There was barbed wire. There was, was chairs. Uh, they removed the ring ropes so that they could put barbed wire up instead. There was uh, scaffolding. There was actually a uh, flaming... Uh, 
bundle of light tubes that they lit on fire. And uh, yeah, it went down. Uh, it was pretty crazy. Wow, free hepatitis to anybody in the first four rows. That's nice. It was it was definitely a lot of fun. It was uh, on somebody's property. A um, little bit of an outlaw type of event, but uh, it's fantastic. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter to me whether you're going to watch wrestling on television on a Monday or a Wednesday or a Friday night uh, that most popular people see, or you know, if it's backyard. Um, to me, wrestling is just it. it it's whatever it wants to be. No, no walls and no boundaries anymore. You know, so whether it's family friendly or it's death match or, you know, anything in between, it's 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 a lot of fun. You know, it's entertainment. All right. Do you have any upcoming events that you would like to uh, promote while you're on our airwaves? Uh, as I stated, uh, the next event that One CW is going to be having is in Houston, Delaware. Uh, uh, Pretty close to Harrington um, at the Houston Volunteer Fire Department. This is November 4th, this Saturday, and um, it's going to be great. Um, every week, uh, every week, I'm sorry, uh, every month, uh, we have guys and girls that are either local or travel in from anywhere from New York, uh, Virginia, North Carolina. We get them from everywhere, but, you know, they, they're dedicated, and uh, it's, it's a great time. So if you want to come out and support some, some good local wrestling, please come out. And where, where can we get tickets? Do we have to go through the Houston Volunteer Fire Department, or are they only um, available can, day of? You can go on Facebook if you would like to reserve any seats or anything like that, but uh, we definitely always have seats available. I will say, though, um, we do probably put uh, upwards of uh, at least 200 people in those seats. Sometimes it's been more. I've seen nearly 400. Wow. All right, well, I think it's now time for rapid fire questions jordan do you have a rapid fire question of course of course i've got a question for jj no fries just sauce what has the best fries yeah what fast food or restaurant uh has the best fries in your opinion has the best fries um i like checkers man i like that uh i, I like that kind of you know that 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 little spiciness to it whatever they have on there the the it's almost like they're straightened out uh curly fries you know ah the seasoning is what does it yes. for you all yes. right well i'm gonna keep my question uh closer to uh your profession who was your first favorite wrestler oh my first favorite wrestler um as far as the first wrestler that i would say that i that that i could say i was i was that wrestler's guy you know what i mean yeah. like i'm a guy of that wrestler cm punk 100 huh. percent. i i had it you more of a, off, i had you more of a kurt angle guy out there drinking no, your milk and, um i can remember um before you know anything was streaming or anything like that you had to you know you had to either go in the back of magazines and get you know order video to dhs tapes of you know stuff whether you wanted to get it you know something that wasn't wwe but i can remember getting a hold of um Samoa Joe versus CM Punk in Ring of Honor, and this was in the early 2000s. And to this day, I still look at it as one of the one of the top three wrestling matches that is that has ever been performed. And uh, CM Punk's been my guy, especially when he won that Money in the Bank in 2011. Oh man, that was one of the best. One hundred normal conservative men <laughs> versus one silverback gorilla. Who is winning the fight? That's how we worded it. <laughs> The gorilla. 
You're still sticking with still the gorilla. With the gorilla. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Now, JJ, here's a question. Now, do you, do you get in the ring ever? Uh, as far as wrestling, no. Uh, have not. Well, how about this? When you come out there to announce the big matches, do you have your own walk-up song? No. Um, and uh, if, if, if real briefly, I can tell you why. Um, hit, it, hit it with us. More than anything, um, as a ring announcer, I really do believe that, you know what, when I get up there, and, you know, when I put on my suit and everything, you know, make sure my hair's good, I'm, I'm looking good. I'm looking real good, but that's not the point. The point is, is the focus should not be on me. The focus should only be on me for me to put over those men and women in the back. Well, I only want to look good so that they look good, so that they look like gods, kings, and queens for that one night. So to me, an entrance song, I mean... I, I don't want the focus to be on me. But you know what if I mean? you had one. Because, the, JJ, oh, if I had this one, pod- I already know what it would be. This podcast is solely around you this week. You are the show. So give us your walk-up song. What would it be? My walk-up song would be uh, Living After Midnight by uh, uh, Judas Priest. Okay. Living I After Midnight. I thought that Midnight. one out years before. <laughs> uh, some people have uh, suggested that uh, I should have... Uh, it's tricky by Run DMC played every time I walk into a room, but uh, no that was man, great Raising Hell album. That's right. That's right. No, but I, I'm really excited for you, man. I'm jealous of you because uh, I would love to be a wrestling ring announcer, and I don't have my theme song yet, but I do have my stage name picked out. Well, let's see I would be is. Phony Shivani. <laughs> and I would grow the mustache and I would try to be the most bootleg early 90s WCW Tony Schiavone that I could be. You'd have to definitely get down the it's sting. Oh, I know. <laughs> like I, know. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I've got plenty of time to work on it. Your job's safe for now, but uh, thank yeah. you for joining us on the turtle heads. Uh, really, really appreciate you doing the uh, interview uh, even though you're under the weather. And uh, next time you have a big event coming up, you let me know and we'll promote it on our podcast. Absolutely. I really, really appreciate that, guys. Thanks, JJ. All right. Thank you. Well, Tricky, would you like to take us home with Tricky Trivia? I do uh, want to. However, this is not my information. This is from a voice you haven't heard in a while. But apparently he's had... Uh, Someone's been listening to his he's, voice. He's Yeah, somebody's been listening <laughs> to his voice. And he's had a lot more going on well, than just the fun and frivolity. Well, I'm going to warn you right now, Tricky. The man's got an extra mouth to feed. He might be looking for... A little side hustle. We might be trying to step on your turf here with the trivia. Oh, yeah. That's that's what it is. That's so, what it is. Shane King's outstanding trivia. Yes. Uh, Shane pointed out something about the uh, World Series and about our U.S. presidents. Uh, history was made this past week when uh, George W. Bush threw out the first pitch at his third World Series, but uh, and they made uh, note of that. But Shane pointed out 
that there have been five U.S. presidents that have thrown out the first pitch at the World Series. Calvin Coolidge, Herbert Hoover, uh, Jimmy Carter, and Franklin Delano Roosevelt have all done it twice, but George W. Bush, with his third uh, World Series first pitch, uh, is now the record. So that's Calvin Coolidge, Herbert Hoover, FDR, Jimmy Carter, and W. Do you like the Terps or the Dukes? There's only one way to answer that question, sir, and that is that the only good Duke is in a dirty diaper. And that leads me to my question for you, sir. How do you feel about getting another brother? I like it. You like it? What's his name going to be? What's his real name going to be? Then we'll tell him what you're going to call him. Jude Weldon. And then what are you going to call him? Larry Shark Monk. Larry Shark Monk. You like that? Is that a good wrestling name, Tricky? Larry Sharp. Larry Shark. Larry Shark Monk. Yes. Could that be in the Ring of Honor one day? I think so. I was hoping you'd go with Juju. Oh, uh, he will be called Juju. After my man uh, Juju Reese from uh, the Terps. But that's very exciting. And uh, you're going to have a lot of responsibility, Eli, because now you have two little brothers that you have to take care of. Can you tell all the listeners, thank you for listening, and go Terps? Thank you. Go Terps. That wraps up our episode of the Turtleheads podcast. As always, you can find us on Apple and Spotify. You can follow us on X and Instagram. We are proud members of the Big Banter Network. Thanks to our special guest, J.J. Dillinger from First State Championship Wrestling. And thank you to all of our AWLs. Love you.